0: Welcome back to Rural Queensland today on the Resonate Broadcast Network. Blair Freeman is the Head of Strategy and Sustainability for Indifor. Um, The peak state body for the forest and timber industry in Queensland has welcomed a landmark study into the long-term benefits from state forests in the south and central Queensland as compared to if they were managed as national parks. Blair, good morning. Thanks so much for being with us.
1: Good morning, Ben. Good to
0: be with you. These kind of studies are always so um, important because they obviously look at maybe which is the way for best practices and the way to approach the management of these forests, um, comparing them to national parks and, and looking at the costs incurred and, and, and whether or not it's going to have a social benefit. What was the big outcome from,
1: from this landmark study? Thanks, Ben. The main study is that, State forests, if we can sort of refer to them as that, forests that are managed for multiple uses provide a very substantial value for society. And what we were comparing was if all of those areas of state forests that are managed for multiple uses went across to, say, national park status or status, yep. what would be the, the change in value that's derived from society? And and what we found was that there there is a sort of a net benefit overall from that multiple use forests, the, the the values that they provide are, are, are very substantial. And if, if all of that was transferred across it would represent a, a significant loss for Queensland, for South and Central Queensland in terms of the benefits. So I can break that down a bit for then yeah. in terms of sort of what those sort of values are and why that is, but that but, but the headline is is around the um, that sort of total sort of goods and ecosystem services that those multiple use forests provide.
0: So, and you've also got the timber production, lower emissions through the carbon captured in the forest as well um, in the harvested wood products. So that they would be uh, enormous value if, if managed properly of the state forest that you'd lose that potentially, wouldn't you?
1: That's right, Ben. That's a key feature of it. Um, and in Queensland, it's conducted using selective timber harvesting practices related under the Queensland Park Wildlife Service Code of Practice. Yep. Um, they're quite low-impact relatively low impact sustainable timber harvesting that provides sort of a range of benefits and that came through in our study those benefits are providing a, a revenue stream for the state to actually sort of manage fire protection to do sort of biodiversity conservation work uh to improve the health of the forest through removing invasive species um it also it, there's also benefits for the state in terms of uh Reducing reliance on imported sort of timber products um, and, and socio economic development associated with, with jobs and valuating. <clears throat> but importantly, it's not just about the timber production. Uh, Multiple use forests provide this broader range of benefits, such as uh, beekeeping is a significant sure. one in terms of honey, honey production. Yeah. It also allows beekeepers to Um, make their bees available for pollination services. Well, they're going to ban them from
0: national parks. So uh, if they convert over, you know, I think there's a 13-year window or something ridiculous like that, they're going to ban them. So, uh, you know. It's been extended.
1: Yeah. Exactly, Ben. It's been extended through to 2044, but it's something we did highlight in the report that that multiple-use forests sort of provide a a haven, a, a place where beekeepers can keep their sort of bees and if that was to be excluded out of national parks, that would be a, a significant sort of, uh, significant economic sort of cost um, as well as um, uh, the some of the sort of the ecological values that, that apiarists provide as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, can I ask you this? I mean, clearly, and, and I'm reading between the lines here, we'd like to see the state forest stay as the state forest and not not become national parks. Am I right in saying
1: that? Broadly, broadly, that's it—the the conclusion, Ben. Because, yeah, because, and I would like to highlight that national parks are, are critically important to the state. We, no the, the report, recognises the value that national parks provide for those natural and cultural values, and particularly those really sort of special places. We we have no in Australia doubt, but they're not managed, res- but
0: they're not managed. They haven't been managed properly, and that's not for you to say. But I can say that. And if we put more state, if we cross the state forestries over there, it just sheer weight of you know, you talked. It highlighted some of the potential risks and stuff that we need to do earlier. Uh, it could go down a very, very slippery slope very quickly. And and we have some amazing national parks here, but there is also countless, you know, countless uh, occasions where there is some drama. And when we have a plan with the state forests, I mean, how many state, how many, how much country in Queensland is under state forestry? Well,
1: we we looked at the south and central. Then, particularly with our study, um, which had has about uh, four point three million hectares. Um, of that, about point um, six uh, million was in in state forests, and the the rest is in the national parks and reserves. Yeah, so quite a substantial area that we're talking about in South, you know, up up to just north of of uh, So considerable area that we're talking about here. That if if it was to sort of change completely, that would be a uh, a fundamental shift in land management. I guess, Ben, what I would say to that point, do talk about that in our report, that that these values, the goods and ecosystem services need to be supported by a high level of resource, yep. both in state forest and national parks. But, but what we are particularly highlighting in our study is that national parks, um, because of their primary focus on biodiversity conservation and uh, and sort of Preservation, they exclude a range of other values um, that 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 society is looking for. Um, And we're also trying to sort of highlight that through the study is that multiple use forests uh, also provide many of those same values: biodiversity conservation, carbon sequestration, Um, and it's it's a complementary type of uh, forest management model. Um, if you're looking for national parks to do it all, like, they can't. They, they just can't, for that. yeah. And there's, and there's the resourcing issue that you flagged.
0: Yeah, I, I think this is a great study um, and we need to keep our forestry. And, and I, I thank you, Blair, for being with me this morning and obviously highlighting this. This is something that's obviously one thing we haven't talked about, and, and I'm pleased that the study did identify the importance of the engagement of the First Nation people on the management of the public native forests and their, their values and, and their input to it, you, you really highlighted that as well, which I think is very, very important.
1: Thank you, Ben. I, I agree. Fundamentally important. We're talking about large areas of, of land uh, that um, for, for traditional owners, Indigenous Australians, that we're looking to sort of uh, access uh, their country um, and and their values and natural and cultural values. So sort of a, a, a shift here in terms of um, looking at how state forests are managed needs to be done in close consultation and and, and deliberation with First Nation peoples.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, I really appreciate you giving us some input into this. Head of Strategy and Sustainability for Indifor, um, Blair Freeman, thank you so much this morning on this day and let's hope that the forestries and the national parks prosper um, and that everybody gets the benefit out of them long term. Really appreciate your time this morning.
1: Thanks very much, Ben. Great to be with you. We'll take a break.
0: Come back. Rural Queensland today.